This is a Beach Bums Media Production. We're live on Facebook. Got to watch that red dot on that camera because last week there was a problem. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Neither do I. It cut off right at the last minute, but again, Ashley, you handled it very, very well. Well, thank you. I, I didn't know what else proud. to do. It was like, oh, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Well, we lost the last minute of our uh, broadcast, yeah. but didn't uh, know what to do. No, you did. You I was it. gonna say, I was gonna call you. And say, uh, I need you to come back to the studio. <laughs> we need about three more minutes of your time. <laughs> I'd have done it. I know it, but you handle it well. You know, the first first rule in radio is deal with it. Know how to it. Just <laughs> exactly. There are things that go wrong that you don't ever expect, but you just have to handle it and do it. Well, anyway, let's go ahead and uh, we got the camera rolling, we got the audio rolling, we got the Facebook rolling, everything's rolling. So we're hot. You ready? We're hot. All right. Beach Bums Media is proud to present in the Beer Cave with Robin Ashley. He is just playing Rob from the Stark Naked Truth. And I'm just Ashley. From the Beer Cave. Right here live. We're both live. This is yeah. not a mirage. Yeah, this See? Is <laughs> live without a net. You can follow us on Twitter at Bums Media, on Instagram at Beach Bums Media, or you can just search us out in the Beer Cave with Robin Ashley on YouTube, Facebook, and the podcast platform of your choice. I'm sorry, I was I was just looking at the camera. So, so you like, can just give us a Google. Give give us a Google. Give us a Google. This looked like evil Santa, so I had to Oh oh no. It says believe. I choose to believe. That's right. That's right. So you can just Google us in the beer cave with Robin Ashley, and trust me, you want to include Robin oh. Ashley. Cause you'll get some stuff that you don't want to see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rob's email is R O B S. PC bums with a Z at gmail.com. And you can email me here at the show beach bums with a Z media at gmail.com. And don't forget our studio line is 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 850-588-9275. Tell us a funny story. Tell us a comment. Uh, don't forget your name and number because we might want to call you back. And today, our bumper music is provided by bensound.com. So, uh, it's been a week since the Thanksgiving. Yep. Are you full still? Um, we I'm, still have leftovers, but they're in the freezer now. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I only had a couple of turkey sandwiches. I'm craving the turkey sandwiches again. Oh, wow. Get a bunch of chunks of those leftover turkeys. Yep. And chunks of turkeys or turkey meat? Turkey meat. Oh, okay. And uh, some mayonnaise. <laughs> and uh, man, I'm a happy camper. Actually, you know what? My big downfall for doing that exactly white bread, put some turkey meat on it, some mayonnaise. Well, mayonnaise on the bread, some turkey meat, and then I loaded up with salt. And pepper. And then eat. Yeah. Oh, man. Nothing so, yeah. better. 
But anyway. Nothing better. Since we've lost the big industrial refrigerator and gone down to a smaller size, I don't have the storage space anymore. So we have to use it, freeze it. So the freezer is actually, don't, don't open that freezer. <laughs> okay. Because it'd be like Pharaoh McGee's closet. Stuff's going to be coming out at you. So I was hoping for a turkey sandwich today. Not but, today because you know, it's frozen. <laughs> but, but I promised you last week. Yep. That I was going to bring, and you I did. did. You did. And there, there it is. Oh, some, some eggnog. I can't see the label. Oh, yep. Yeah, this is uh, eggnog. Well, they still, there you there go. There you go. Some eggnog. <laughs> so, I know you're not a big eggnog fan. Just don't spill all of the equipment. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying just not asking. to. I'll bring it up toward me. Tell me when. When. You're not a big eggnog guy. I'm not. I'm not. I love, you know, I never was. I love me some eggnog now. and uh, It is getting close to Christmas time. Between my dad and me, we go through gallons and gallons of eggnog. I'll put it over here. I'll put it on the steady table. (laughs) So. (laughs) So this is kind of like the pre- Christmas, Christmas show, right? Pre Christmas, Christmas. I'm wearing my Santa Claus. Yep, I believe. I got. I'll, I have a hat closer to time that I'm gonna wear. Oh, I've got one. I'll show you later. I know. There you <laughs> go. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> oh, I love me some eggnog. All right. Oh man, that's good. All right. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, when I was a kid, I did not, I did not like it. And I, when I got older, I didn't like Chinese food when I was a kid. Hated really? it. Really? Yeah. Now I love it. You know. Well, how we go from eggnog to Chinese food? I don't know. Just you know, as you, as you grow older, your your tastes change. Yeah. And uh, there are a lot of things that uh, I didn't like when I was a kid that I like now. Things that I loved as a kid that when people would hear about it. They go, oh, my God, you really like that? I love sardines. I love spinach. I love Brussels sprouts. I love asparagus. Do you like your Brussels sprouts? We, we've been frying them. Have you ever tried fried Brussels sprouts? Now, now there's a way to cook those. They're just not boiling in the water. You oh, got to yeah. take them and take the end a little bit off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cut them in half and then toss them in a bowl with oil garlic onion powder the powder salt and pepper and then put them on a cookie sheet and bake them in the oven yes they're very very yeah good. like roasted roasted oh, yeah yes. oh man we do that with brussels sprouts cauliflower and uh broccoli asparagus broccoli. asparagus uh zucchini uh yellow that's, squash that's what that's kind of a, a thing in our house is what we do green beans not so, we haven't done so much with green beans. It's pretty much cauliflower, broccoli, and uh, Brussels sprouts. Try the green beans, not not okay. not the canned, the fresh. Yeah, you gotta green, get yeah. the fresh. Yeah. yeah, you gotta do the fresh stuff. Yeah, yeah, you just can't pour a can in there and do all that. So, so we've my wife up. is a connoisseur of the kitchen. Yeah, I I will tell you this, I and I've seen this. Um, Ashley can cook. I can cook. But when D gets in that kitchen, do get out. not yeah get <laughs> get as far away <laughs> as you can. Let she, me know if you need something yeah, from the exactly. other refrigerator. I'm your man. 
<laughs> she no, will not tolerate. She, she has a, a pattern, and there's a method to the madness, and she's got it covered. <laughs> Just don't mess with Dee when she's in the kitchen. <laughs> she has it. <laughs> well, hey, we're getting some people on the uh, Facebook live feed. Uh, Tammy uh, McCammett. Yeah. Hello. Good to be with you. Oh, a little whiskey in it, too. I think there's some whiskey in that one. No, there's not. Oh, there's, there's not? Just, okay. There's just, well, I like eggnog better than he does. I'm I sorry. I know, but he'll later. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Tammy. You know me better than that. So, wink. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you're fixing to embark on a little road trip we got some yeah i'm gonna go back to indiana see uh see my well i can't see my home and dad but um, your family and yeah. we're gonna be trying to do something a little different next week oh it's an experiment it is so so we're hoping it with works us. we're gonna be doing some uh experimentations between now and next friday and we're gonna try to make it work and hopefully it will i'm sure it will uh i can't see it's going to be a live feed, but... Um, that might be a little bit tough, uh, but we have our top-notch people on it. Yes. Top people. Yes. <laughs> We've got our IT people working right now to figure, to figure it out. And if they don't figure it out, they're fired. Yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We don't have a whole crew. It sounded like Joe Biden right then. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but no, we have our best high-tech hillbillies on the case, and they're working to get this to work out. So next week, you just have to bear with us. Uh, before we go any further, but I will tell you this later on, safe travels, your left front tire's a little low. I know. So fill I'm, it up. I'm going to – I'm going to – I'm going to take care of the car before I take <laughs> off. Trust me. Trust me. I'm going to take care of the car before I go. Well, let's go ahead and get into uh, some of our national days coming up. I don't know if I went over this last week or not, but today is National Bartender's Day. So thank your bartender. I do every day. Hey, bartender. <laughs> Tomorrow, Saturday, National Cookie Day. All right. National Dice Day. Dice Day. Dice, like you roll dice. Yeah. Who knew dice had? Why that, does dice why do need dice a day? Have a day. <laughs> why do? Why does a, a? Never mind. It's a crappy day. <laughs> see what I did there? Ah, I see what you did. Oh, I like it. <laughs> And then it's also National Rhubarb Vodka Day. Rhubarb Vodka. That's now what I it like says. I like rhubarb. I'm not a big vodka guy. But I just don't know that you can get vodka from rhubarb. Have you ever? Uh, where I grew up in the Midwest, there was rhubarb that would grow. Y'all made pies out of it. Yes. Well, strawberry rhubarb. My grandma made the best strawberry rhubarb pie in the world. I'm gonna take your word for that. But I would, I would, we'd, we'd, we'd pick a thing of rhubarb and start gnawing on it, and it was so sour. Oh my gosh, it'd make your, 
you know, when you get something sour and makes your back teeth back teeth, hurt. Yeah, God. it was, but it was so good. But then you put something sweet with it, like the, like the strawberries, and rhubarb is really a great thing. But you don't, you can only eat it to a certain extent because the rest of it was poisonous. Well, I'm going to take y'all's word on that because I don't eat rhubarb. Well, you've never had rhubarb, especially grown wild. Um, I've not seen wild rhubarb in the south. I've been in the southeast since uh, 2000, or no, since 1993. You can't get rhubarb grown out of the ground here in the southeast. Up in the Midwest, oh, man. We well, it's probably because it our, our soil and... That has a lot to do with it, don't you think? Oh, I'm sure, yeah. The soil content. Cause soil and the, and You the, want and something to grow down here, it better grow in sand. <laughs> yeah, and the climate. Yeah. Like cotton and uh, peanuts. Yep, yep. Anyway, uh, Sunday, December the 5th, is bathtub party day. <laughs> do you think that's how hot tubs were born? <laughs> Probably. A man named Jacuzzi. Yeah, man and named Jacuzzi is. says, we got to have a national party day in a bathtub. We better get a bigger bathtub. Is it national champagne and, <laughs> and naked day? Yeah. <laughs> and then on Monday is National Pawnbrokers Day, just in time for Christmas. Yeah. And National Microwave Day. Huh. Well, you know what? It cooks popcorn. That's good. they got an important job. Then on Tuesday is National Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, actually, been watching a lot of uh, old military documentaries. Yep, and December the 7th. Yeah, the Arizona. Yep. Uh, still a monument at Pearl Harbor. Par- Pearl yep. Harbor. yep. And, uh, man, I tell you what, that, you know, you watch the movie. And uh, the movie was, you know, it was really a great movie, but um, that was a day that, as FDR said, is a day that will live in infamy. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And it turned uh, turned World War Two. Yep, completely. Oh yeah. So anyway, there you go. And and the uh, the admiral that actually uh, led the Japanese attack said, I fear we have woken a sleeping giant. Yeah. And he was right. Yep. So, uh, Tuesday, December the 7th. It's also National Illinois Day. Illinois. Illinois. There's no noise in Illinois. Yeah, it's a bunch of noise. (laughs) And Cotton Candy Day. Not much so, to say about that. Nope. Aside from it's uh then next Wednesday. Sweet treat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next Wednesday is National Brownie Day. Now, that's regular brownies. <laughs> just for clarification. <laughs> just it doesn't say anything about special brownie, it just says brownie. Brownie. Day. And uh celebrate pretend, how you want. That's right. And pretend to be a traveler day. Pretend to be a traveler, right? Like probably a world traveler, time, time traveler, like Doctor Brown and Doctor Who. Yep, yep, yep. And then next Thursday is National Pastry Day and Christmas Card Day, 
which probably means get them in the mail to make sure they get there in time. time. Yeah. Especially now. Yes. Uh, I did, speaking of that, our mail here at the cave usually runs around 4 to 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And the other day I was going out around 7 a.m. to run some errands, and the mail guy, our regular mail guy, is at the mailbox. I'm going, hmm, (laughs) you're early. He goes, nope. We come in at 6.30 now to run packages, and then we go back and load our mail up because we're getting busy. Yeah. So the postal guy, I'm sitting there going, wow, you got a long day. And that dawned on me. You're making 30 freaking dollars an hour in overtime <laughs> or more. So I'd do it. But the mail's. But he goes, yep, got to do the packages now, and then the mail will be back here about 4 or 5 o'clock this afternoon. And they'll run pa- packages on Sunday now. Uh, yes, what they do is the Amazon Prime packages, uh, they get the non-delivery postal workers, the ones that like sort mail in the back that you don't ever see. They say, do you want to come in and get some overtime? And that's who drives the mail trucks to come right around and misdeliver all your prime. <laughs> misdeliver. It happens. <laughs> Mine wound up four buildings down the street one day. <laughs> oh, I don't have it. I don't know. I didn't see it. And the poor lady down there drove it down here like the day after. Is this you? She was struggling. <laughs> Bless her heart. <laughs> she was overwhelmed. I'm sorry. But those people, they Here. just sort mail. Here. They don't deliver. They just sort it and looking for some overtime to go drive the prom truck on Sundays. Here's to the uh, Sunday mail deliverers. <laughs> here, here. Cheers. You, don't, you really don't like eggnog. I really I only got like a swallow left. All right, that's all you. I, that's all you wanted. You know, I put the jug over here out of the way. <laughs> all right. Well, what else is going on? Anything exciting? Well, uh, as you mentioned uh, a little bit before, I'm going to head to Indiana. Yep, going to go see the family. Go see my fam. Um, it's been a year. Uh, my mom passed uh, last November, and. Uh, Actually, today is the year to the day that her memorial was. Yeah. It's a tough day. And uh, so I was going to stay here, and I started really thinking about a lot of things. And I thought, you know what? I need to be around family. Uh, My nephew got married a year ago next week, two weeks ago, or two weeks from now. About the same time uh, my niece got married. And and it's been a year since I've seen my family. I talk to them, talk to my brothers as much as I can, talk to my dad at least once a week. And uh, got to the point where I thought, you know what, I just need to go home and be with some family for a bit. And so that's why we were talking about our, you know, yep, what we're gonna do. technology. So we got the high-tech hillbilly crew on it. Yeah, exactly. But uh, it's one of those things where I really sat and thought, and I thought long and hard, Ashley. I've been thinking about this for a couple of weeks, and I thought, you know what? I need to go home. Well, 
I just need to go home and and see my see my family, see my brothers, see my dad. So we'll figure it out. Air in the tires. Yes, air in the <laughs> tires. Oil in the car. That's right. Change oil. Well, all right. Well, let's go ahead and get into our uh, next segment before uh, we run out of time. We tend to go long sometimes. Well, we have all the time in the world. That's it. That's all right. All right. And now, from around the globe, And across your nation and from this state and possibly your city or from right down your street. It's odd news of the week. You may have missed and you might want to know about it. Or don't even care. Whichever comes first. <laughs> this is interesting. She may be 95, but it seems the queen feels too young at heart to accept the main award for oldie of the year. 95 doesn't want the oldie of the year. Yeah, I could see that. The monarch believes you're as old as you feel and thinks she does not meet the relevant criteria for the trophy, so has declined it according to an aide. Her Majesty has sent a message back to the organizers of the prizes with her warmest, best wishes, saying... Hope you find a more worthy recipient. Now, when you talk about, about Her Majesty, are you talking about Queen Elizabeth? Yes, Queen Elizabeth. Well, that's a nice message. Yep. Uh, the awards chairman, author, and broadcaster, Miss Giles Brandreth, had written to her private secretary, Sir Edward Young, to ask if she would accept the accolade. But in a letter published in the November issue of the Oldie Magazine, her assistant, private secretary wrote her majesty believes you are as old as you feel such the queen does not believe she meets the relevant criteria to be able to accept and hopes you find a more worthy recipient end quote hmm. a decade ago her late husband prince philip who died last april at 99 was named Oldie of the Year, but he turned down the opportunity to pick up the prize, saying, I regret not being able to receive the award in person, but I, I will not be conveniently in reach of London at that time. Okay, so uh, who's giving this award away? It's a group called, uh, well, I lost it, Oldies. Oldie of the Year. That's it's a group called Oldie of the Year. Okay, well, I can I can kind of understand why he wouldn't want to accept that award. Previous oh, award no. recipients, <laughs> okay, have included a range of people from Oscar winners, noble people from community care nurses to veteran athletes, from Sir John Major to Dame Olivia D. Halliban and David Hockley. Have not heard of any of those. And neither have I, but they're previous recipients of the Oldie of the Year Award. Which is the why they probably has which, respectfully which, declined. Which is probably why they accepted the award because Well she I, said the Queen said, you know, 
I guess they give you a statue, a little. I mean, what is it like bent over or something? <laughs> I'm asking. I don't know. That uh, <laughs> and some gold bond or some uh, you know lifetime supply of aspirin. <laughs> I, I'm asking for a friend. I don't yeah, know. Don't. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, going to uh, another far away, police in Australia said a man was cited for driving without a license and officers confiscated his unusual vehicle, a motorized cooler. <laughs> you go, man. Love those things. I wish I had one. The Swan Hill Police Service said officers stopped a 25-year-old man who was spotted driving a motorized cooler on a sidewalk in Kerrang, Victoria, in Austria, or Australia. There was a photo posted on Facebook by police shows a blue cooler on a metal platform with four wheels and engine handlebars arranged to indicate the cooler serves as a small vehicle seat. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like the picture showed like a fishing cart with the open area for your cooler for fish and all that, and then a handlebar. But he rigged it up with a motor in the back, put that cooler in there. It was pretty cool looking. I've seen motorized coolers. Yep, um, great at Talladega. Oh, I know, but be careful you get a ticket. <laughs> Officer said the cooler was impounded for thirty days, and the man was cited for driving without a license. License at all or a license for that particular I guess vehicle? license to drive a cooler. <laughs> Where do you get one of those? Yeah, really. Do you go down to DMV and go, hey, I need to get a cooler license? <laughs> I need a cooler license. Yeah. Hey, look, I got a 12-pack in, uh, in my seat. Yep. The Facebook post said the cooler is considered a vehicle due to the size, the engine capacity, and must comply with legislative requirements and road rules. So he was riding on the sidewalk, got busted. Damn it. Sorry, dude. All you're trying to do is go on a beer run. I get it. Yeah. B-W-E-R-U-N, beer run. Yep. Uh, turning back to San Diego, y'all probably heard about this. You might have heard about it. Money rained down on a San Diego freeway Friday. I did not hear about this. One of the doors of an armored truck popped open and bags of cash fell out, raining on the freeway. Hmm. The resulting scramble by drivers to scoop up the bills completely shut down the northbound Interstate I-5. There was cash all over the freeway. People stopped in lanes, completely blocked the lanes, starting picking up the cash. At least two people were placed in handcuffs at the scene after locking their keys in their cars and blocking the lanes. We have a we have a phone call. Got a phone call, Davy Dave. Davy's on the phone. Uh, let me put your speaker on. There you go, Davy. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. What you doing? We're doing the podcast. Oh yeah. Yep, you're live on the air with Rob and Ashley in the beer cave. You're Captain Anderson's? I'm heading to Captain Anderson's for a, a Christmas party, a, a gig. I've got gigs. Oh, you got gigs. You got gigs. I got gigs. <laughs> well, hey, where's the party? Because Rob and I come crash it. 
hear he can't hear me. He's on the cell phone. He said, where's the party? Because we'll Ashley, Ashley and I come crash it. Oh, it's Captain Anderson. It's an EPS corporate. Uh, they're military contractors. So. Oh, okay. Landon got it for me, so it's pretty cool. Oh, nice. Well, we're we're doing the podcast. I, I, I do want to talk to you. All right, well, uh, make it quick. Yeah, you too. I, I know you. I, I know you went back up to Memphis. How was that? It was awesome. The whole family was wonderful. I saw pictures. Well, tell them I saw the pictures. It looked pretty impressive. Did you hear that? All right, cool. Yeah, There you go, buddy. That's it. Absolutely, man. Hey, I love you. I love you. I'll I'll talk to you. I I love you. I'll talk to you in a minute. Absolutely. Later, Ashley. Later, dude. Be safe. Have fun. (laughs) Uh, Sorry about that. That's okay. That's all right. Davey Dave, people. Davey Dave. He's a local legend. In his own mind. Okay. Now, he's a local celebrity. I'll tell you that. He He is. He is. Uh, Apparently, two people were placed in handcuffs at the scene after the incident because they locked their keys in the cars and they blocked. Holy moly, we got another one coming in. Oh. Hello. Hello. You're live on the air with Rob and Ashley. Is this Pookie? Well, we had a call come in on our studio line. Pookie. It's Pookie. There you go. I can hear you now. Can you hear me now? Yeah. How you doing? This is Ashley. Hey, Mr. Ashley, how about yourself? I'm doing good. How you doing, man? Where are you at? Hey, I'm sitting on the back porch in Jacksonville, Florida. Well, what are you doing on the back porch? Watching the bear cave, of course. That's what I'm talking about. You're the best there is, darling. <laughs> watching y'all in the bear cave, just laughing my tail off. Live, he's watching the uh, live feed on Facebook. I'm sure, folks. All right, on Facebook. That's right. All right, we didn't set up the uh, microphone for this because we hardly ever get any calls. So that's why I'm leaning down. Because I got my microphone right on you right now. <laughs> so, uh, so Pookie. Yes, sir. You said you got some stories to tell us. Well, wait a minute. Well, I, well hang on a minute. Out of they served in the Air Force together. Is that right? Yes. Okay. They served in the Air Force together. So, this is an hour-long show. And it's PG-17. <laughs> well, I've already told Pookie, don't drop the F bomb. That's yeah, all I said. That's say. right. Keep it clean. Set PG 17. All right. What's your favorite uh, Pookie Rob story? Well, okay. I was Rob's bay chief. 
And uh, I'll tell you, I'll give, I'll give Ashley the choice of the stories. I can tell you about the dark game we come up with, <laughs> or I can tell you about the tequila Hulk Rob. Uh, let's go with the dart game. Whoa, 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 whoa. He said I get to choose. Okay. So you wanted to go with the what story? I want to go with the dart story. I'm going with the other one because apparently. The, teque- the tequila Hulk Rob. Oh, man. Yeah, do that one because Rob doesn't want that one to be done. So that's. Well, the tequila Hulk Rob story was Rob always wanted to hang out with me and certain fellas that we, we had a little drinking problem. And we drank for everybody. <laughs> Rob was going to go drink. So that, oh, was that the problem? You drank with everybody? Well, we drank for everybody. Oh, for. Oh. <laughs> so Rob decided he was going to drink tequila that night. And uh, <laughs> back then, I was about 195, worked out at gym every day. Wasn't a mean guy, but I could be. And uh, Rob got several, several drinks in him, and he decided that he wanted to start a fight with Pookie. <laughs> <laughs> Ten feet tall and bulletproof, eh, brother? Do not do not drink El Toro. <laughs> no, he drinks El Toro tequila, the brand. <clears throat> so he, we're walking back to the base, and about you know an hour and a half of hearing Rob challenge me, I finally turned around. And I said, "Okay, Rob, let's get it on." Rob said, "You hit me first. <laughs> I did. <laughs> So when did the game? When was it game on? It was never game on. (laughs) (laughs) It was drunk on. Drunk on. (laughs) (laughs) They want to fight, but they don't want to start it. (laughs) I don't know what was wrong. I mean, I remember that night honestly. You remember that night after oh, drinking re- that? Oh man, yes, I remember that night, and 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 it wasn't just Pookie. I just for some reason after drinking that cheap freaking tequila, I just wanted to fight somebody, but I wasn't willing to start the fight. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to fight. He wanted to fight Jack. He wanted to fight uh... anybody. I don't, I don't you know, but 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 it was always you. You hit me first. <laughs> so you thought you could end it. What, by going down like a sack of potatoes? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, you know, for, for an hour and a half or so, you know, he's just nang, 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 nang. I'm familiar. I'm like, all right, let's go. <laughs> Hit me first. Oh, man, I, I have not been like that, I think, ever since. Thank the Lord. <laughs> all right, all right, let's 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 go for the, for the, uh, the duo. Let's go for the dart game. All right, Ashley. This is a dart game that we invented. And okay. It, it was a, it, it, you know, you play regular darts, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. We were pretty smart fellows back in the Air Force. That's why we were in the Air Force. So we decided we were going to. Well, we'll take your word for that. You take our word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. We, we, we invented strip darts. Strip darts. A game, a game that we could never lose because the girls couldn't play darts. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> okay, I know where this is going. <laughs> doubles, they had to take off two pieces of clothes. Triples, they had to take off three. Well, 
man, that's all we did was play at the Dragon Gun Club darts all the time. So, you know, it was pretty easy. You know, guys against girls, the girls lost in about the first 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, you had, to, you had to call your dart. had to call your dart. If you missed the dart, you had to take something off. If you hit the dart, you had to uh, tell somebody to take something off. If you hit a double, you had to tell somebody to take <laughs> two, two clothes off. We were all in the dart league. All of us were in the dart league. These girls were not in the dart league. So, I don't think we ever. I don't think we ever succeeded on that one. I know mean, it's been a while back, Rob. But I think it was if we hit the bullseye, they automatically had to take everything off. Yeah, I think. I think. I, I, oh well, I think it was a double ball. Yeah, if you hit a double ball and. Uh, oh wow. But yeah. <laughs> but I, I I think if I'm if, if I'm thinking correctly, Jeff, um, before you called the dart, you had to say, okay, call the dart for so and so. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you had to name the person you were calling the dart for, and then you'd hit the dart. And then, uh, yeah, if you hit a double bowl, they had to just take it all off. It was, we were in our 20s. <laughs> well, that says it right there. <laughs> That's your great taxpayer's money, what we were doing when we were there for defending you. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. We, were, we are Cold War vets. Yeah, and had a lot of time on your hands. Who who dreamed up that? Hey, who dreamed that game up? Who dreamed that game up? I th- I think it was I think it was me and you. Yeah, I I come up with the original, and then we I had to get some help because I drank too much and I couldn't remember all the rules. <laughs> yeah, I remember Jack was there, and uh, and then uh, we we only played it like two or three times, but yeah, there was me, you, Scott. And Jack, they were the only four that ever played it with anybody. <laughs> yeah. It, well, I remember the girls. <laughs> Thank God. I, 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 I think. The girls. I don't know, sir. They might be listening to the beer cave. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. If we do have a big audience. If you're young and in the military, uh, either take notes or just ignore us. <laughs> Taking notes, it's fun, fellas and girls. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, hey, it sounds like you could take that dart game and make a lot of different variations to fit whatever needs you have. You know, I think I'm thinking, Pookie, we could invent a dartboard for strip darts, and we could make like millions of dollars as a drinking game. They already came up with beer pong. But no, if we do it in darts and you guys make any money, just don't forget I'm wanting to patent it. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. Your name would be on it. <laughs> it would be the, the Pookie Dart Game. Pookie Dart Game. <laughs> pookie Darts. We're just called Pookie Darts, not Strip Darts. Oh, pookie good Darts. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Pookie. We uh, get off the air, well, thanks for uh, calling in on the... Thanks for calling on the studio line and sharing a couple of stories. Rob is now red as his shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're starting to break up a little bit too, bud. Okay, man. We'll, we'll catch you on the next round. But All you right, Pookie. I'm going to keep on listening. Hey, it was nice to meet you, buddy, and thanks for tuning in. Absolutely, Ashley. All right, we'll talk to you All soon, right. my friend. Love you, dude. Later. Love you too, girl. Bye. Live from Jacksonville, Florida.
And now you know a little bit more about. There you go. Yep, you're about to your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I think it was 22 years old at the time. And uh, uh, yeah, I remember those nights. Yep, yep. All right, well, getting back just to finish up. Par- no, it's all right. Apologies. Hey, telephone calls. Uh, 850-588-9275 if you want to call in. If you want to call in. We'll put you on. Uh, and according to the back to the San Diego Freeway money spill, yes, we're look we're working with the FBI now. It's a joint investigation. If you picked up any of the cash, we highly suggest you turn it in to the California Highway uh, Police Office immediately because we don't have a lot of evidence and things to go on. Yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> However, if they do track the money and. Well, I mean, I don't think they know what the serial number is. They're on the way back from the bank and all, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, now let's get into some Christmas stuff. Yeah. Shall we? You got your Christmas shirt on. Believe. If the season brings out the Clark Griswold in you. Which it does. The Federal Aviation Administration has a request. While over-the-top home decorations may spread both Christmas cheer and jealousy among your neighbors, please make sure your holiday laser lights are aimed at the house and not the sky. Who has holiday laser lights? Uh, I did for one time. I had like three of them aimed at the house. Oh, at the house, yeah. yeah but no, they, they want to make sure you hit the house and don't point them straight up into the sky. In recent years, holiday light projectors have become all the rage in seasonal decorating, bringing ease to a task that traditionally requires untangling endless yards of string, uh, string lights and standing on a ladder. In recent, in a statement, the FAA says the holiday laser displays can cause major problems for pilots. Well, I'm sure, yeah. So if it doesn't point at your house and go straight up, it could hit them and blind them. Each year, we receive reports from pilots who are distracted or temporarily blinded by the residential laser light displays. Now, not to go any further, but laser strikes have been reported as high as 10,000 feet. 10,000 feet? For a little store-bought laser light. So remember that when you're doing it. I did it one year. I had like three of those starburst-looking things. I had one on the front, the side, and the back. It looked cool. It looked cool. Yeah, but if you point it straight up, I'm sure F-16 would be bouncing off my driveway. Going, that looks like a snowflake. It it And it could be dangerous, so be careful. <laughs> now, just in time for Black Friday, which was last week, we've got Ravine Wednesday. Ravine Wednesday? A FedEx driver has been identified and questioned in the mysterious appearance of hundreds of packages in a wooded area in Alabama. The Blunts County Sheriff's Office said in a Facebook post on Monday, according to the post, the driver was identified after law enforcement talked to a security personnel at FedEx to gather more information in the case, which was launched after three to 400 boxes of assorted sizes were discovered in the woods the day before Thanksgiving in a ravine. How many? Three to 400 boxes. So he's just dumping them. Pulled up, heaved them. Oh, my God. Gosh. Boxes were found in a ravine near Hayden, a small town north of Birmingham. Hey, on your way up to stop. Yeah. 
you know, might find my gift. I know, I know where heading is. Yeah, just yeah. stop. You might find my gift in there. Yeah. <laughs> Photos. Hey, Ashley, you got this three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the boxes were found in a ravine near Hayden, a small town north of Birmingham. Photos shared by the sheriff's office showed the jumbled packages among the trees. The Blunt County Sheriff, Mark Moon, said deputies responded to the area to protect the dumped packages until FedEx workers could collect them. Hmm. The guy just didn't want to go deliver his packages. Kind of, I a lot of things going through my head. One of them is Castaway. Yeah. You know, you got all these boxes that never he got delivered. Just didn't want to do it, so he dumped them so into a So he dumped them. Yep. So did they get delivered ever? Nope. Uh, well, I'm sure that people didn't get them, and they had to call whoever they bought it from, so we didn't get it. They had to get reshipped. Well, and, I'm sure. And that's the thing, you know. FedEx does, and and UPS, and and even USPS, yep. uh, they do have insurance on those things. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for the oh, most yeah. part. But uh, still, my God, just yeah, I'm not feeling it today. Yep. Dump, I think dump, I'm just dump, gonna dump, dump, dump these out and uh, go, go ahead, have a beer. Go have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> go have some eggnog. <laughs> No, this is Birmingham, Alabama. I know. It's a beer. It's we're, not eggnog. We're going to go down to the Sammy's. Anyway, uh, you all probably remember this. You will. We've been talking about it. The house made famous by the exterior shots of the classic Christmas Home Alone Yeah, is yeah. available for rent on Airbnb. Right. But yeah. watch out for the booby traps. Booby traps? I mean, I've heard that they for years it's been on Airbnb. Yeah, but now like booby traps in uh, Wanetka, Illinois. I thought this was in, in Indiana, where the uh, in Illinois, the home which was prominently featured in the 1990 film starring Macaulay Culkin is being listed oh, that's for Home Alone. Home Alone. Oh, home I'm, alone. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking a Christmas story. No, that, no, Home Alone. Home Alone. And that house is actually in Ohio, not okay. Oh, yeah, it okay. says uh, Wa. Netka, Winnetka. Illinois, yeah. is the house on the front. Uh, the listing is being hosted by Buzz, the actor <laughs> Devin Rattray, the older brother to Kevin. Yeah. You may not remember me particularly accommodating, he wrote in the Airbnb announcement, but I've grown up and I'm happy to share my family home. He's actually a really nice guy. I've seen interviews where he's really a good guy. He's sharing my pizza. Even with you this holiday season, just try not to let my tarantula axle loose this time. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, the stay includes holiday decorations, booby traps inspired by the film, pizza, and a candlelit dinner of microwavable craft macaroni of course yeah that's that's <laughs> that's what Kevin bought at the at the store. Now get this. The $25 stay for the four guests will include a screening of Home Sweet Home Alone, the latest film in the franchise, and the new Home Alone Lego set. Wow. The house will be available for booking to start, starting December the 7th. I would for 25 bucks. 25 folks. bucks? $25. Per person? It says 25 bucks for four. Well, for for four, it, it, four that that had to be a misprint. I, I'm, I'm thinking about twenty five hundred dollars for four. Or something. I, it just said twenty five dollars for people of four booby traps. 
the mac and cheese. I've, I've seen interviews. And you get with, to watch a movie. Yeah. Well, the new one. I have not even heard Keep of the new the one. Keep the change, you filthy yeah. animal. <laughs> you filthy animal. <laughs> I almost bought a shirt today that said, Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. I would love that. Oh, they had it at Walmart. Oh, I gotta, go. I gotta Which one? I gotta go get one. Oh, down at the beach. I oh, I'm gonna go get one. Yeah, I had, to, I had to stop at the beach, uh, Walmart. And I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna go up front, change into it, and walk around Walmart all <laughs> day long. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs> now, one last odd news story before we get into our next segment. When was the last time you held a cab? Oh man, long time. All right, what'd you do? Taxi. Uh, well, yo, here, me, take it, me. Usually I call a cab, but okay. the last time I hailed a cab was, you know, hey. Right. A woman I, ran onto the tarmac at yeah, Los Angeles International Airport and was detained by police on Monday night. A Los Angeles Airport police statement said the woman who had a ticket was in the airport terminal number one when she opened the door, triggered the alarm, and walked onto the ramp to the tarmac. Airline employees who witnessed the woman exiting the terminal followed security protocols and maintained visual contact until the airport police arrived shortly thereafter and detained the woman. The woman, who was not identified, told officers she was trying to flag down the aircraft. (laughs) That's not a taxi, honey. The The plane was parked at the gate. Yo, plane. Yeah. <laughs> I got money in my pocket. <laughs> Videos taken by bystanders appeared to show the woman who was carrying a back a black backpack and other items in her arm apparently struggled with a man who was trying to direct her off the tarmac. She can be seen trying to get away from him while enthusiastically to several airline employees. In another video, the woman is seen standing by an officer. While her bag and belongings were being searched, the woman was taken to a hospital for treatment of minor injuries and a mental health evaluation. The incident did not lead to any flight delays. You hail a cab, you don't hail an air, uh, an airplane. You don't go, hey, airplane, hey. Uh, now boarding. Can you, yeah. <laughs> Can you drop me off at 5th and uh, 7th Avenue, please? Uh which floor? <laughs> We're fresh out of parachutes. <laughs> Good luck, lady. <laughs> Never tried to hail a uh, hail an aircraft. Uh, All right. Well, and now the stories you're about to hear are true. The names have not been changed, and all persons are presumed innocent. Until proving guilty in a court of law, it's time for Idiots, Idiots in Jail. Dun-dun-dun. I'm out of eggnog. Sucks to be you. <laughs> Can you hand me the eggnog? <laughs> oh, thanks, I do around here. <laughs> top that up. A Louisiana man busted early today for allegedly trying to enter a neighbor's apartment at 2 a.m., explained to police that a big snake told him to open the victim's door and go inside. 
according to arrest affidavit. All right. See, first, first of all, you can't trust a snake. First of all, <laughs> yeah, first of all, you can't trust. <laughs> Second of all, if there's a snake around me, I ain't listening to nothing. There's going to be a rob-shaped hole in the wall. Go in there. Yes. <laughs> On a related note, Jesse Terry, 52, also reportedly told arresting officers that he had smoked crack within the last hour. Well, wow, there's some information. Well, there you go. <laughs> I'm sorry, officer. <laughs> Terry was called after police responded to a West Monroe residence of a woman who reported that Terry attempted to open the back door to her apartment. During police questions, Terry, who lives near the victim's residence, reportedly spoke of his recent crack use and how he was told to open the woman's door and enter her home by a big snake. <laughs> Terry was booked into the local jail for unauthorized entry of an inhabited dwelling, a felony, and disturbing the peace, a misdemeanor, and the affidavit notes that Terry has a lengthy criminal history. I'm sure if they dig deep, they're going to find a lot of meth. <laughs> and a big snake. Yep, and a big snake. Who can talk? Yes, go in that house. <laughs> uh, Kiwana County, West Virginia. Kiwana County deputies said a man was charged after he made a false robbery call when he and several people were pulled over in a speeding vehicle. Matthew Hammock of Charleston was arrested Thursday after a deputy made a traffic stop on a vehicle speeding on Interstate 64 near mile marker 55 in South Charleston, according to a news release. The news release said several of the occupants in the vehicle seemed drunk, and the deputy returned to his cruiser to request backup to watch the occupants during the, any roadside test. Before the units arrived, a man called and reported that a gas station had been held up in South Charleston near the exit where the traffic stop was being made. Emergency dispatchers noted that the phone that dialed 911 to report the robbery was located on I-64G near the traffic stop, not near the store that was allegedly robbed. Okay. Officers from the Charleston Police Department uh, arrived and assisted with the detaining of the four occupants. When dispatcher called the phone number used to dial the 911 to report the alleged robbery, a phone in the back seat of the stopped vehicle began to ring. Imagine that. <laughs> there you go. That's why we call this segment Idiots in Jail. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there there. Hmm. The deputies say the phone belonged to Hammock, who was arrested and charged with falsely reporting an emergency. The driver of the stopped vehicle passed the field sobriety test and was cited for speeding before continuing his drive onward without Mr. Hammock in the car. Well, at least he got a ticket, not a... Yep, 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 yep. Now, <laughs> and finally... Police have charged two owners of a North Edmonton pizza restaurant for selling two illegal toppings, meth and fentanyl. Oh, you on a pizza? <laughs> a pizza. I mean, I can I can see you know like magic mushrooms on a pizza, but meth and fentanyl on a pizza? 
The three-month investigation was sparked by complaints from concerned community members. Edmonton Police began its investigation into the pizza shop in the area of 97th Street and 118th Avenue last August. Police say it was reported to them that the restaurant was selling drugs by hiding them in pizza boxes. They were also accepting stolen groceries and alcohol as payment for the drugs. Bootleggers. All right. Hiding them in pizza boxes, not yep. on the pizza. Not on the pizza, but in the pizza in box. In the pizza boxes. I guess, yeah, I'd like some fentanyl to go <laughs> so they're going to deliver it. How much what, do you got to pay for that? What's the code for fentanyl? Yeah, I want some extra mushrooms or, uh, you know, pepperoni and, and fentanyl. I mean, not fentanyl, uh, sausage, sausage. Yeah, that's it. That's, yeah. that's what I meant to extra. say. Extra. Extra. <laughs> the two men were arrested after officers seized more than $60,000 of drugs and cash from both locations, including 240 grams of fentanyl, 3.3 grams of meth, and 0.6 grams of cocaine in one week. Oh, my Lord. Police said prior to and during the investigation, officers noticed an increase in fentanyl-related events in the area. We're hopeful these arrest warrants uh, will help reduce drug activity in the neighborhood. Uh, police say they have charged two people with possession for the purpose of trafficking and controlled substance and proceeds of a crime. You know who I'm sure turned them in? A dissatisfied customer. Now, probably Domino's. Oh, 30 minutes or less. Yes. They're going, look, these guys, all of a sudden, their sales have gone way up. <laughs> and our sales have gone way, way down. down. What's going on here? They got the worst pizza no, in no, town. No, no, actually, guess what? Hello, local pizza joint. You want extra fentanyl with that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could just see it. Can I get your mess special? Yeah, you, you, want, you want a side of meth? Oh, we're out of cocaine. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. That's terrible. Yeah, those Domino's delivery guys were pissed. Oh, I know it. We can't compete with that, man. Yeah. They, we say, what, hey, what do you tip on a fentanyl pizza? We we say thirty minutes or less. They're getting there in fifteen seconds. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you tip for the fentanyl, or you just buy the pizza and tip on the pizza, or do you tip for the drugs? You no, know, I, I, I you know I, I I don't know. The delivery guys, you know, he's out gas money. <laughs> yeah, how much does that pizza cost? By the way, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I mean, Domino's Domino's can get you nine ninety five. For three toppings, large. Carry well, you out. know what? Little Caesars does a five dollar lunch special. Yeah. What do these guys do at lunchtime? <laughs> hundred hundred dollars. Little Ma little Mary Jane for lunch for the half yeah. half ha you know happy hour. What I don't know. Hundred dollar, hundred dollar large pizza. <laughs> It'll last you for days. <laughs> well, anyway, that's all I got from my side of the table. Uh, tips are appreciated. Uh, you can Venmo us at Beach Bums Media or use the cash app dollar sign Beach Bums Media if you'd like to send something our way. And those that have in the past, thank you very much. We do appreciate it. It helps keep the show going and going like the Energizer Bunny. Be sure to uh, give us a Google 
told you I was going to use it. Give that. us a Google. <laughs> Give us a Google. I love that phrase. We're going to use that from now on. Beast Bums Media or In the Beer Cave with Rob and Ashley. If you like us, be sure to give us a thumbs up and subscribe on the YouTube channel. Don't forget to be afraid to share our YouTube link or any other link. We are available on all your major podcast platforms. And if you would like to become a sponsoring partner, give us a call, 850-588-9275. Or you can email me or us here at the show, Beach Pumps Media at gmail.com. Rob took his headphones off. I'm scared. I got to show you one thing. Oh, oh told one, you I was scared. One thing before I go, aside from my thinning hair, I'll be right back. He took his show Don't go on. anywhere. Ah, stand by, everybody. This ought to be good. Y'all have heard of Elf on the Shelf? We have Rob on the Shelf. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Now, you need to wear that driving home <laughs> the whole way. And oh, you yeah, know what? And if, to make sure if I there's get there's a recipe for getting stopped, it's wearing this hell. I want you to stop at every state sign and take me a picture and send it to me with that hat on, and I'm gonna put it on the Facebook page. Uh, and that'll probably get you out of a ticket. Yeah, pro- no, it'll probably get me. No, uh, all you gotta do is say, "Feel sorry for me. I lost a bet." <laughs> I'll, I'll say, "I'm sorry for me. I lost a bet." There you go. See, you no. get out. Carry on, young man. It, it, it'll get me. Uh, it'll get me three squares and a and a cot. <laughs> More like thirty <laughs> days. <laughs> hey, uh, just a reminder: next week we are going to try something new. Uh, yeah, I'm going to. We're going to do it. some Zoom. He's going to be on the road. Uh, going to see his family, so we're going to try something new. So bear with us. Uh, we definitely appreciate everybody stopping by. Pookie, thanks for the phone call. It was great talking with you. I'm sure. And Davey Dave. And Davey Dave. Don't forget to get Davey Dave, local rock star here. Uh, I'm sure that there's a lot more stories about these two, and that's going to be <laughs> its own show one day. Yeah, there's a Matter lot. of fact, you know what? We should have him come to the studio. We should, yeah. Pookie, so, come from Jacksonville. So come and, down here. It's five hours. Yeah. Come to the studio yeah. and uh, hang out. We got an extra microphone. We'll, we'll clue you in. Anyway, thanks again, everybody, for uh, stopping by and making us a part of your moment. We hope you're entertained. And Merry Christmas. And as always, thank you for just letting us be us. Until next week. Love you all. Thank you. See ya. Bye-bye.